Great to have you here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, or on our podcast at thegreatvoice.com. Go to thegreatvoice.com, find our podcast, download it, get it automatically sent to wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and listen to us anytime, day or night. I hope you'll do that. We love being with you. That is, again, thegreatvoice.com. Well, Marie Osborne is here again about a new Netflix documentary that determines that many women who try to report a rape to police are finding their pleas for help or being met with accusations the victims are making up their claims. Some even say they were charged with filing false police reports. WJR senior news analyst Marie Osborne says one veteran police investigator is disputing the conclusions. Marie, this is a Again, a fascinating story. Good morning or good afternoon, Paul. Yeah, this is a 90 minute or 95 minute Netflix documentary. It's called Victim Suspect. Retired assistant police chief Steve Dolan spent much of his career investigating crimes like those featured in the documentary, Rapes. He tells WJR's All Talk the documentary bases many of its findings on data that is at least seven years old, and he says things have really changed since then. But I don't think it's a trend. I think law enforcement's made great strides since 2016. Some of the old-time cops that, you know, kind of blew this thing off are gone. And we have a new generation of police officers going, yeah, this does happen. The documentary investigated about 160 cases in the U.S. where women reported a rape and were not believed that accused of false reporting. In one Michigan case, a 21-year-old college student was accused of false reporting because her assault narrative was really inconsistent each time she told it. And in another one, police couldn't find evidence of the accuser's account on surveillance video. And in another case, the accuser recanted her story. Dolan said it's good police work at the end of the day that will get to the bottom to the truth in any crime. Stories are going to vary because they've been traumatized. They're embarrassed. Sometimes it could happen in like an, uh, a gay relationship. They don't want to come out and they're embarrassed. They don't tell you the whole truth. So a good detective will look at every angle and say, okay, let's try to verify this talk to witnesses. You would treat it as a regular crime. However, you look for more evidence because there could be DNA. Now, the research in this case was done by the law professor, Lisa Avalos, and she says that laws often discourage rapes from being reported to police. She advocates for the adoption of more safe-to-report policies that help protect victims from prosecution for lesser crimes like underage drinking. And, Paul, the police are mostly men in these cases, the victims mostly women, not always, but mostly. The documentary concludes that disbelief on the part of the police at the start of the investigation, in other words, not believing the victim is really the biggest obstacle to overcome here. Wow, that is uh, uh, mind-blowing. I never would have guessed it. Um, I highly recommend watching this uh, documentary. I saw it, and it's very thought-provoking. I mean, you really, documentaries always have a point of view, and you have to keep sure. that in mind. Yeah. But in this case, it, it was it was very hard to watch in many cases called Victim Slash Suspect. Exactly. A 95-minute Netflix documentary. I'm going to put it on the list. I'm going to definitely watch it. This is always, this has always been a problem and why uh, for many, many years, when we found in the rare case where, in most cases, a woman against a man, most cases, it's not always, we, I don't think we have to go backwards and go over that whole thing again, but 
in most cases um, where it is a woman claiming a man raped her, I, I would have thought they would immediately believe the woman until proven otherwise. Um, you're telling me that's not necessarily the case. But what I've always said was when we do find that, in this case, a woman has used a rape charge as a weapon against someone when it didn't really happen, that that woman should be as punished as the man who did rape someone should be punished. My reasoning being, if you have more people crying wolf, more people uh, lying or using the rape charges as a weapon, it's going to make it much harder for the women who really were raped to get the justice they deserve. And that's why I always thought when in the rare case where they found out someone was making this up, the book should have been thrown at him in a very big way, but it rarely has been, which has only led to more circumstances and situations where women are not listened to and are not given the justice they deserve after this horrific crime against them. I agree with you there, but I just want to stress, though, that the reason um, women are often not believed, and in this case the investigations go awry, is not because of the women who've made the rare cases where women have falsely reported these crimes. It's because there's a problem within the system that the when the victim comes to the police station, they are often not believed. That's the premise of this documentary. So it's not because, you know, women have reported that and a case didn't really happen. It's, no, I'm not, I, and yeah. I'm not surprised. Right. The, I, I'm, I'm guessing this Netflix documentary didn't even address that problem. And it is a real problem. It may not be that big, but it is a problem because of lives that are ruined because of lies. And just in the same way that the man should be absolutely punished to every nth degree when they've been found guilty of rape, women who make these stories up should also be punished to the nth degree to try to keep people from doing that and ruining the odds and chances of real women who have been traumatized through real rape to be believed. But I really am disappointed to hear what you're saying, what the Netflix documentary is saying, that when a woman walks into a police department and claims she was raped, one of their go-to reactions is to not believe her right from the beginning? It's, it's what often the victims report. It is what they report that they are they're just met with that skepticism instead of saying okay well let's investigate this did you go to the hospital did you get a rape kit done let's you know in other words as steve dolan said start the investigation from that let's investigate what you're saying happened not uh, i don't know maybe we need to look into this or that instead of actually doing the actual police work that it takes to do a good investigation well Kim Worthy tried to let us understand how some of these cases were not taken oh. as seriously mm -hmm. as they should when she uh, exposed to all of us, unbeknownst mm -hmm. to all of us, the whole rape kit crisis mm -hmm. where hundreds, no, maybe thousands of rape kits were stuck on a shelf and nobody did anything about them.
And a lot of rapists went free because of that, too. And right. they have and they have prosecuted, by the way, thanks to all her. Uh, they have prosecuted a lot of cases uh, after those kits were investigated. Right. And processed. But why in the world did it take the Herculean efforts of Kim Worthy to make that happen? You would have just naturally assumed that that would have been happened and taken seriously. So I'm I'm interested in seeing it uh, the uh, the Netflix documentary and uh, victim suspect and seeing what else there is uh, in that I'm glad you brought it to our attention everything else okay all good and we're keeping an eye of course on what's happening with uh, the airlines this afternoon and yeah. the United uh, Airlines issuing this nationwide ground stop uh their computer troubles again paul they're talking over and over again about those infrastructure problems in our aviation system yep and the worry i of course jump to the worry is that it is someone an outside uh, force Mm. or source that is uh, hacking or causing trouble and this is just the tip of the iceberg and it's a pretty important tip but it's the tip of the iceberg of what's happening out there with the cyber war that is underway under our very noses. Yep. Appreciate it, Marie. Thanks much. You're welcome. Marie Osborne, our WJR senior news analyst on a hot day. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate as we continue in focus on WJR.